Welcome builders from Lakeland, Florida. This is the Build Your Success Leadership Podcast with your host, Brian Brogen. We're going to empower and equip you to build yourself and then build others. Now, let's build up with your host, Brian Brogen. I want to welcome you to Build Your Success Podcast today. This is a place where we build you and try to build you up so that you can build others up. We do that with special guests and interviews and then lessons on leadership. I'm pleased today to have Joe Dukovich and his wife, Lisa. They're a husband and wife team that do leadership training and consulting. They happen to be John Maxwell team members, as I do, and and they're local to my area. So we've done some projects together. So Lisa empowers clients to uncover their purpose by finding what they desire to create in their lives, bringing her adventure spirit her heart-tuning and patience to bring about clients transforming their lives to serve others, serving up understanding, caring. You should see the moments of transformation she witnesses and clients she helps to climb to their next level. Do you want an uplifter? Lisa will be with you on your journey to help you realize the song in your heart and the dreams you desire, transforming rising leaders to significance. Joe collaborates with business professionals, management teams, and owners to bring them in their next stage of growth, uncovering their potential, building future pacing habits, and developing high-performance teams, bringing his active listening skills, care, compassion, life experience, growing other leaders. Joe delivers innovative and reflective leadership development experiences that bring opportunities for clarity, unshackling obstacles, and reinforcing steps to reach your dreams and goals. Joe's clients appreciate the transformational thought experience created to help them design and live a life of growth, meaning and significance for themselves and those near them. It is so great to have you, Joe and Lisa, today. Thanks, Brian. So we're here today to to talk about creativity and leadership. And, uh, you know, the name of your company, Crayon Leadership, you've told me that before. So if you will tell our audience about why you named your company Crayon Leadership. Now, one, of, one of the aspects I saw as being part of leadership, and I've been focused on leadership since I was in Boy Scouts. I, I earned an Eagle Scout award. And, well, in order to do that, you have to lead others. And how do you do that? You have to tell them where, where to go or what's the vision, you know, what are you trying to accomplish? Well, as kids, we get the crayon. You know, I always love going to the dentist and we get uh, orange paper. <laughs> Not white paper, but orange paper. And we were able to get crayons and then we create a world and share that with our parents, share it with others. You know, how many, I don't know about you, Brian, but pictures would be hung on the refrigerator of, here's here's the masterpiece my child put together. <laughs> I have some of those in my memento box for my children, so I, yeah. I can I completely appreciate that. Lisa, the Crayon Leadership, what does that mean for you? Crayon Leadership is about thinking outside the box. It's doing things not necessarily in the conventional way of thinking. So often today people think that we need to do things a certain way. We need to listen to what everybody else is telling us what to do, and we're not always designed to be that way. Joe often will use the example of Coloring people in an atypical color, maybe green or orange, red, when we're young. And as we grow older, we're 
coloring them flesh colors and <laughs> what people might expect. So creative leadership to me is thinking outside the box. It's doing the unexpected, which better aligns with the purpose and passion that we have within us. Well, that's great. And I, you know, I can't just only think about diversity when you're talking about that many colors and, you know, in life we have all these different personalities and different cultures and different ways of doing things. And we really need to consider others' perspectives. So this whole thought process of creativity and, and you know, the diversity of it, it's just really good. So how, how do you implement this in your leadership training, Joe? Being able to create a space for people to think. I was talking with a sales manager here in town and he said, I go to a lot of conferences, but when we get to the point of actually thinking into what we want to accomplish, we're, we're given about 10 minutes and that's it for the rest of the conference. And he said, I was, I'm really excited about creating uh, what you have, bring it here to have a great opportunity to think and to create a plan, create a difference for for our future, for my future, for ability to work with my team. And he just walked away and was saying, yeah, I like this. I like the ability to think that we don't get enough time to do. Yeah. So, you know, all of us are John Maxwell team members on this podcast, and we know about John's thinking chair and the time he dedicates every day to thinking and that's just such a powerful thing. You know, when you have to sacrifice other things to spend the time to think every day. And, and you know, John likes to say a lot of people don't think that's their problem. Yes. You know, we really want to be thinkers and then turn that thinking into action and doing and trying things mm-hmm. and failing. So, Lisa, speak into, you know, how we fail sometimes, but we're learning. Sure. Well, John also says that creativity is living at the edge of your comfort zone. (laughs) It's not a great place to be for a lot of people because they want to stay where it's safe and comfortable. And Putting yourself out there means that you're going to fail. You know, it's an inevitable inevitable part of becoming successful and achieving the success that we desire. So as we're going out, I... I think about even Joe and I, when we we took a move and we entered this location and all of a sudden it wasn't as easy as we thought it was going to be. We had a difficult time connecting like we thought we'd just come in and just jump right in and it'd be like this ready-made business and here we go. But it actually took long enough for us that we almost fell flat on our face. We almost had to turn right back around. And just when that time hit, when you know we're having those difficult decisions, all of a sudden the door started opening. People said, "We see the resilience that you have. We see that energy, that contagious enthusiasm. We know the compassion and understanding that you have. We do want to work with you." And you know, it's it's like that miner cartoon where the miner is mining away and. Just about to the point of reaching gold, and he quits. So often people do that. But when we're creative and we have that resilience and we decide to color outside the box and try things that are within us that serve our own purpose and passion, that's when we can continue on. We find that inspiration and motivation to keep going. 
Yeah, that contagious enthusiasm. Well, that that every time I'm around you, Lisa, I get excited <laughs> about how you're thinking about things, and you encourage me to think outside the box. So I, I appreciate that. It's it's well worth it. Joe, you and I are working. We're actually all three of us are working on a uh, a retreat coming up, Flourish, and we're building the workshops. How how will we use this creativity to encourage others to flourish? Well, I think it's five steps. And one is being boundless, of creating an environment that's boundless. So we're taking away anything that will prevent us from seeing forward. Too often we're going to come in, their participants are going to be coming into this, and they're going to have so much that they're carrying with them. You think about going to the airport, and you see the people carrying bags and bags and bags, and you're thinking, uh, you get one checked item, and everything beyond that is like huge. And cost, right? $50 a bag, right? So, But we carry that with ourselves every day. And so we're going to remove that. We're going to keep that uh, luggage at the door because it's just holding us back for one thing. But uh, secondly would be we're going to create this environment that we're going to create a fertile field of ideas. So using the people in the room to help each other lift and think beyond where they're at that's good yeah that fertile environment and growth i like to think about people not of their past but of their potential yes because too often we limit ourselves by our past and others limit us by what we've done in the past and yet our potential is going forward our potential is towards the future Mm -hmm. And, and we want to see people get outside of that box you know in the last podcast I spoke with Jessica Cox, who's the, the pilot without arms, and she said she learned to tie her shoes by thinking outside the shoe. Yes. She said, so she realized, I can tie my shoes before I put them on. And so she takes her toes and ties her shoes and then slides her shoe on. It's, there's some creative thinking for right. you. <laughs> and then got so creative, she flew an airplane. And it's just this creative thinking is very mind-opening and challenging. So it's inspiring. You know, I, I've uh, been down to Thomas Edison and, and Henry Ford's uh, resort estate down in, in Fort Myers. And it's just amazing to see how those two collaborated on things. And they were very creative. You know, they were doing things that had never been done before. And this creativity, we need to expound upon this and help others to see their potential. But not only that, open our own minds to what we can do. You know, here we are, leadership coaches and trainers, and we need to open our minds up sometimes and say, you know what, we may have a plan to do it this way, but it might work better this way. Let's give that a try, a trial and error. Right. Joe, how do you help others with that? Well, it's really allowing creativity uh, to flourish and to flourish through curiosity. Being able to examine and say, what what do I need to know about me? Too often we'll we'll look outside and we'll we'll take the voices of others. You know, we had great parents, right? Uh, and those parents really talked nice or, or talked into us. And they were maybe strict in my case. Uh, but in in walking away. Whatever they planted so long ago sometimes handicaps us. And maybe we don't have a good environment where we were raised in. Uh, you know, whatever that is, 
got planted in our subconscious and helps to stop us from going forward because we think less of ourselves. So being able to be really curious about what we are, who we are, what values we have, what we're able to do with others, what we want to accomplish in life. Sometimes we put a dream on hold as we're starting off in a new marriage or in a new relationship or uh, wanting uh, someone else to go and accomplish their dream. Well, how many stories we've heard of uh, wives going and holding on to the house, the kids, and everything else so the husband can go and educate, you know, get education, get whatever skills, whatever, you know, whatever he needs to do to make a difference in the world because he's passionate about it and say, I'll, I'll take care of the kids, take care of the house. And then when they grow up, I'll take on, we'll have time for my dream. So Lisa, how do you help people tear down these walls and these barriers that keep them from being curious and keep them from being, how do you keep them being, you know, breaking down the walls and start being creative? I have a signature program, and I, I call it Blueprint for Success. It's an extension of, of the Flourish. It's really all about finding your purpose, understanding what purpose is and what it isn't. It's about looking at your vision. What can you see? What can you envision for your future? It's breaking down walls and looking at the BS in our life and and that's a, a real hair raiser there. You hear those two letters together, but it's our bogus stories. What are the bogus stories that you tell yourself? Is it that you're not good enough, that you're not resourced? It's whatever those perspective realities are for you, they're not necessarily the truth that's in your life. So it's all about finding truth in your life so that you can discover how to live with your passion, which is going to be the fuel that drives you forward and then create a plan that's a living, breathing plan that goes forward with you. And then we follow that up with coaching, which is really all about asking questions and helping people to discover the answers that they already have within themselves. Yeah, that, that from within is a huge thing, finally unlocking that potential from someone. You know, again, too often we're beating our own selves up or we have our environment, as you spoke, spoke mm-hmm. to, Joe, sometimes parents aren't motivating their children and inspiring them. They're limiting them. You can't do this. You can't do that. You're unable to do this. And uh, it's just when we, when we can get over those thought processes, that mindset, and, and realize, you know what? If someone else can do this, I believe I can do it. And if there's all these examples out there of people overcoming their past experiences, and overcoming their disabilities, why can't I do what I need to do? It's a question I ask myself all the time. So I'm going to continue to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm, we're not perfect. Yes. Uh, it's, I'll never forget back in 2012, I was called to walk across the country with my daughter who had been in a near-fatal car accident. She wasn't expected to live, and then she wasn't expected to walk or talk or leave the hospital. And I thought, you know, we've come so far in this couple of years since her accident, but walking across the country, how do we do that? (laughs) And the first thing that I thought of when that came to my mind was, there's no reason I can't do that. 
But in order to start doing that, I have to avoid the people in my life that are going to be the immediate naysayers. I have to make sure that I surround myself with people that will be encouraging. And I have to surround myself with people who will also provide wisdom and balance. So it's not just that I want to run to that crowd that's going to say, yeah, go, go, go. But the people that bring the balance and say, what about, you know, it's not that I'm not supporting you, but have you thought of this? And once I had that balance in there and we had the plan laid out, then I was able to go to the people in my life that were important because uh, of the roles that they play in my life. I couldn't just kick them out, but, <laughs> you know, then it was, I was able to go to them and say, this is our plan and this is what we'll do. And even when we told others about our journey, they said, how are you going to do that? It's just like we do anything. It's one step at a time. You don't have to eat the, the whole pizza at a time. You take it a bite at a time, just like you take a trip like this. You don't walk all the way across the country at once. You take one step at a time. It's how we accomplish all of our goals. Yeah, that's great. And those people that you surround yourself with leads back to what Joe was discussing about a fertile environment. And you know, I used to have an orange grove and they'd come and test the soil and they want to know what the pH balance was. So that balance that you're speaking of, it's really important to the growth and the nurturing of a tree and a fruit and, and how that fruit, the sweetness content of that fruit is going to be. And so, so in life, these people we surround ourselves with begin to toil for us and begin to balance us out and that get that soil in that fertile environment so this can flourish, so our life can flourish. It's uh, really, uh, and then, you know, just thinking through this creativity and being curious, it, it's, it's, what is it, Thomas Edison that said, I haven't failed 10,000 times. I've learned 10,000 ways it won't work. So I'm almost to the point, to that gold a few more shovels, a few more hits, and, and here's the gold. Here's the light bulb that we still use today. Yeah. Joe, just give us some more insight on, on how you create that fertile environment amongst teams. When you're working with a business, how do you encourage them to grow each other? Yeah, that's that's a really great uh, thought uh, topic because it's a big one. We can we can spend hours, uh, and and books have been written about high performance teams about getting people on the same page, but we have to value people. The the base thing is everyone is a person on that team. Uh, they're brought, brought together. Some may be performing better than others. Sometimes that can be overcome because people have a sense that they belong. When they feel a part of the community, you know, really a team is a community unto itself with a certain culture and with a certain style of connecting. When we can lift that up and up-level it and, and bring people closer together and make them valuable. Like we're going to have this Live to Lead event here in, in a week, Brian, and we're going to have a lot of thought, a lot of leadership experts talking into what it means to be more successful. And when we can stimulate that and foster it in this field, foster it in this environment and have people come together and be comfortable with the fact that they don't know everything. No one person stands out, it's together. We 
go through a program uh, using masterminds. We, we were on a mastermind together, Brian, and Lisa and I have worked on them together and also on, in other occasions. When you can bring people together and they all sink into a particular topic, maybe they're trying to help someone within the mastermind get to that, that point that's been blocking them. Think of options. Think of ways. In essence, putting them into a hot seat. It takes a lot of courage to do that, but when you get everyone thinking into that same spot and thinking to help someone, oh, it's just tremendous. It's it's electrifying. It's you know your greatest masterpiece. If you you know think about the greatest masterpieces that hang in the Louvre, and you know think about how they were created, and what took into it, and what the expression is. It's just like that in, in the team when they come together, when they think into how they can perform better and realize that it's going to take time. It's going to take realizing that each person is a cog in the team, uh, their performance, their values, their their ability to help each other grow. It's tremendous. And, and that, in essence, it's flourishing the team when you see them. So, Lisa, you're a music teacher. What kind of analogies and how do you use that to encourage and inspire people to be creative? Wow. (laughs) Yes, I've been teaching piano now for 28 years. I also was able to teach voice throughout that time. And analogies between leadership and music are tremendous. I mean, when you're learning anything new, you need to practice. And you need to have consistent practice. We need to have intentional practice. And all of those same things are what bring about change in our life. But I think one of the most important things is remembering the why. Why are we doing this? What is it that can keep us motivated? And taking a look at different ways that we can apply a practice to the change that we desire. Simple example, another aspect of our business is speech coaching and using a simple sentence. How are you today? How are you today? How are you? How are you? You know, putting the emphasis in a different place. Just a really simple example. But also, you could take that same sentence and just say, we're going to work on active listening skills. So we take a step back and what do people say when we say, how are you? A lot of times we get that flippant little fine. (laughs) We accept it and we go on our way. But if we're practicing an active listening skill, which is important, no matter where you're at, if you're in your own life and you want to explore change, or if you're within the team corporate setting, how are you? That's a big deal. (laughs) because it plays into the decisions that we make as people. It lends to the understanding. So to be an active listener and say, they're fine. Hmm." (laughs) Maybe we could ask a more direct question in exchange for the simple, how are you? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. So, Joe, you mentioned the uh, Live to Lead on on Friday, next Friday, that's October the 11th. We're, we're taking time out of our schedules. We're sacrificing. We're going to be with 100-plus business professionals 
in a setting that is is going to create a culture that's going to develop our soil and, and help us. And how often do people just not make those sacrifices in life? They don't go spend a day for thinking and building creativity and, and get their mind off the task and on the on the vision. How can we help them with that? Well, that takes me back to when I first started in banking. I've been banking since I was in high school. I was working in, in the back room working on building checking kits. I was so excited about a first job. Uh, but when I moved up and had responsibilities that required getting community, getting information from outside the bank, so I needed to go to a conference or to a workshop, what did I, well, I didn't really want to go. As long as the bank was paying for it, I was, I was okay. All right, I'll go. But then I realized that if I don't go, if I don't take the step, if I don't intentionally grow myself or help to connect with other people, uh, listen to what they have, listen to their thoughts, uh, perhaps it's on work related, maybe it's something beyond. If I don't get that connection time, I'm losing out. I'm losing out on my growth, losing out on helping my team back at the office learn something beyond just a PowerPoint set of slides or you know, text that runs on and on in a white paper, right? <laughs> uh, how many times we have to go for certifications or compliance. So we go to these conferences, but then we don't really walk away. But this is not that type of event. This is an opportunity to learn and think, but also to connect with other people at the table that we might have never known had we not gone. And I don't know about you, Brian, but when we started connecting, we we learned a whole lot more about each other, got more comfortable, developed trust, and we're building something together. Yeah. Trust is that, that, that motivational, hey, can can I learn to trust this person? You know, want to say know, like, and trust. Yes. And uh, we've heard that uh, if you don't invest in yourself, why would anyone else? That's just a great thought. And when, when I heard that the first time, I went, Wow. You know, I, I have been willing to invest in myself, and now I see some results from that and, and want to continue to grow and invest in myself, um, not waiting on the company to invest in me. So, listen, Lisa and Joe, it's been great to have you all today on the Build Your Success podcast. Lisa, how can our listeners get a hold of you? Listeners can get a hold of us by email is probably the easiest. Our website is crayonleadership.com. And the email follows suit. Lisa at crayonleadership.com. Joe at crayonleadership.com. Joe, any final thoughts from you today? Yeah. I I like I learned this in Guatemala with uh, coaches that we were there with John Maxwell at a point of his significance, point of my significance, helping to build leaders. And one thing that stood out was today's a new day. And as such, we can create something new. So my... My slogan to myself that I, I always think about in the morning is, it's a new dawn, it's a new day. What is going to be my creation today? That's great. So for our listeners, how are you going to be intentional about being creative? Find that time for thinking. It's great you've listened to this podcast. It's great that you're reading books. We want you to develop yourself. We want you to build yourself and then build others. Thank you. Thank you.
Want to learn how to build yourself and build your team? Visit www.buildcs.net and learn about Brian's programs, special offers, and more. Build yourself and then build others.